Nora is not in a fight with her husband. She thinks about the phrasing conjured here, in a fight, an idiosyncratic idiom dredged from her middle school years, and with it a vision of long-sleeved Hollister t-shirts, chopsticks through buns, and I'm not speaking to you this week. She's 35 now, long past the stage of brushing her tricky curls into a cloud of frizz, but not so far that if she were in a fight, this wouldn't be an appropriately moody, anxious, and adolescent way to describe it, especially given the number of times Hayden has asked, what's wrong? And she has responded with, nothing. Nothing is what you say when to say everything would be ridiculous. She's being a drama queen, that's the term for it, but only in her head where it doesn't really count. At a stoplight, they sit in their different silences, hers brooding, his oblivious. She's a passenger in her own SUV, Hayden the driver, as she prefers, even though, with a seat pushed way back to accommodate a thick-set former rugby player, it jacks with her settings. Hayden has a bullish neck and a smattering of bald scars cut into his hairline from where he's had stitches. She finds them sexy, even when she's pissed, which, as a reminder, she's not. Also, he's got a fading blue tattoo peeking out from the hair on his right forearm. And more often than she cares to admit, she finds herself feeling proud, because she never would have guessed she'd have grown into the type of woman to marry a man with an arm tattoo. It's kind of far, he says, not meaning anything by it. It's not that far, by which she means, don't start with me yet. Look, it's on the left, here, see? She points out the windshield to the neighborhood's grand entrance, Walls decked in hill country stone with the name Dynasty Ranch spelled out in slanting cursive across its side. A fountain sprays a plume of water. It's, yes, a bit ostentatious, but there are worse things, aren't there? Dynasty Ranch is an enclave community ten minutes outside of Austin's city limits. Nestled into a land of self-serve frozen yogurt shops, movie theaters with enormous reclining seats, and chain Mexican food restaurants that all boast kids' playscapes. It's quite exclusive. Or at least that's what the tasteful home brochure had claimed when her secretary had dropped it into the mesh mail bin on her office desk. Really, they must have spent a fortune on advertising. Hayden grunts and steers into the left lane without using his blinker, a mistake which she, hand to heart, doesn't mention. We're only here to look, he says. We have plenty of time. Plenty of time, like the growing bulge of her stomach is a ticking time bomb. But Hayden apparently is happy to procrastinate for a little while before getting around to the tedious task of dismantling it. She thinks, who in their right mind wouldn't want to neutralize the threat straight away? have time to spare on the back end, a margin of error, a cushion. While Hayden believes, it will get done. Often, it doesn't. He will take out the trash later, do the dishes later, clear the table later. She waits, she bides time, 
she goes with the flow, and her world goes kablooey. It's happened before, and before, and before, and before. It will get done. But the part that he leaves out is that he'll have nothing to do with the doing. It's like he thinks their house, their toddler, their lives are kept on track by magic, as though she is the family Rumpelstiltskin. He goes to bed and voila, see, Nora? All taken care of. And my God, woman, why are you so sweaty? She stews. They follow the notice for the open house, signs staked into the ground on flimsy tongs. But the first actual home doesn't appear in Dynasty Ranch for nearly a half mile, which does seem like an awfully long way. Vegetation is sparse. Where present, though, it's meticulously manicured, making things feel organized and stress-free. 